Wheel. Wheel. Season three, rolling right along. Dog. Yeah, I love breaking this up into seasons just because we take like two or three months off. You it, know ma- it makes sense. It's a good, it's a solid yeah. strategy to compensate for our like long periods of inactivity. I, yeah, I look at it like TV seasons. Yeah. Where like you film a bunch, you crack those out, and then like the writing team has to go back and come up with more content. You know what I'm saying? Dog, are you excited that we're I'm excited that we're back? That we're back and it's number 25, which let's just pretend like that's some kind of landmark number. Maybe, right. it's, maybe it is, no, maybe it's not. You know, like they're about to come up. It's the 25th anniversary of yeah. uh, Illmatic. Okay. Uh, 25 is like always a big number. It, yeah. It's really just another excuse for you to sell like a platinum edition version of the record. Ooh, yeah. So uh, instead of 25, I like to think of it as we're back for season three. Yeah. So like, where's Joe Rogan at? Uh, like 4,982 oh, yeah. or something. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I do not check out the Joe Rogan experience. Anyway, uh, season three, we're back. We're back. To yes. put more episodes in the bank. We just, and then we kicked it all off by talking about other podcasts. Someone we don't like very much. For sure. But we we'll, yes, we'll, you are up first this time. I do believe. I like how you're completely useless about any of the specs or like who's up first or what's. You, oh yeah. Basically. You, yeah. Totally. You, and I'm fine with that. I'm not saying you're uninvolved. You're a very participatory uh, <laughs> member of this duo and then producing this content. But I'm just saying, uh, you don't be checking on shit you don't need to. Why would you, you know what I'm saying? You're not handling. I, I check on stuff. Like if anything, like immediately before we record, or maybe sometimes even while we're recording. Right. I was about to say. Yeah. And then like we, we do one episode coming back for season three. And now you're like, Eric, you're first. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> like, fuck you, Will. You don't know shit. You, you don't know what's going on in these on these specs. You don't know the stats on this. All right. Go, 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 go check the download numbers. But I say that and you are right. I you can't even look up the download numbers. Only I know. That. I, I'm saying. Yeah, I I'm mean, saying. I can tell you if you ever want to know. Right. We'll, we'll 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 discuss. We we might have an episode talking about how we get uh, talking about what our numbers are, so that we can be completely transparent Ooh. with our listener group. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? Uh, big shout out to uh, to Tony over at the uh, at Maxine's Tap Room if he's still checking this out. He's really the reason why this podcast still exists because we had basically taken off what a year. Wow! Thanks a lot, Tony. Yeah, dog. Awesome. Uh, but Will, you are correct. I have the first John. Okay. And I believe I have, you know, I'm going to throw it back. Uh, I have some heat and I would dare call this one a banger, a problematic banger, but a banger. It's very 2015 of you. Yep. Let's go. Uno, dos, no We got bitches shaking ass in a lot though. Big chop knocking nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Uno, dos, no tato. We got bitches shaking ass in a lot though. Big chop knocking nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Hit her from the back, then I tell her no mas. She a free, had to tell a bitch hola. Bend it over, I want your panocha. She call me poppy, I hit it with no socks. She like, Jay, can I get some dick, pop I'm like, yeah, check it out. Close the door, chopper go block it. Yeah, you finna up the score. Air pillin' nigga back like a fucking orange. Uno, dos, no thirst, she a thought though. We got bitches shaking ass in a lot though. 
Big chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Uno, dos, no tres, she a tato. We got bitches shaking ass in a lotto. Big chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. I tell her pull up on the kid, Mayana. I beat the pussy up like a piano. I tell her work that thing like Rihanna. Hit her from the back, she gon' call me Papa. Bend it up, yeah, make it clap quick. Duck in a pussy, yeah, I'm on that shack shit. So fly, post a pic with no caption. My Mexican bitch got an English accent. Uno, dos, no third, she a tato. We got bitches second ass in a lotto. Bitch chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Uno, dos, no third, she a tato. We got bitches second ass in a lotto. Bitch chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Will? Yeah. Will? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. did you think of that? Um... Well, as you pointed out, hold on. Actually, is that rap? No. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. As I pointed out. So, so as you were pointing out, Eric, <laughs> that was a banger, and oh. to put it into 2014 terms, but um, it was problematic. And I assume what you meant by saying that it was problematic is that he's doing like a Mexican accent. He's, oh, he's like wearing mariachi type clothes oh you you think that's what it was well i mean there's also like totally just like horrific sexualizing like stuff it, literally everything about the song is it's like the worst it's thing ever problem. it's yeah, yeah the whole thing so, so do, you, do you have any great do you have any like greatest hits of problematicness from all of this song oh yeah. i have so much but no, no no let's let's get into your just first impression of like everything. So like off the rip, you see, you, we watched the video too. Yeah, I yeah. highly recommend you got to go watch the video. Yeah. And we're, again, we're not highlighting the song because of it's how it's problematic. I don't think that's the point of discussion. Uh, we're going to see how far we go in there. It's it's a it's a catchy, it's a genuinely catchy song. But I think that's undeniable. Yeah. I think the I think the purpose of reviewing this song is just like this is where we're at in 26 the 20 2019. Yeah. <laughs> 2016. This is where we're at 2019 like I think it's just a snapshot of the culture right now. We, this is worth talking about because there's so much going in there. All right. So our, other yeah. impressions. It's problematic. So, so my first impression was, or my first, like, the thing that jumps out at you about this song is, I mean, first of all, there's no, like, it's just percussion only. Yeah. Right? Basically. So maybe a bit of a bass line. Yeah, there's a bass line. mostly, like, just 808 Some kind of, like, a hand on. drum. Yeah. Yeah. So basically percussion only song. And I mean, the actual, the actual rhythm just sounds like a salsa beat off a Casio keyboard or something. Yeah. Incredibly simple. Just that's it. That honestly might've been what it was. Yeah. I mean, I I have no idea, but I mean, it's not like it would take like seconds to recreate that. Like if you know what you're doing and like Fruity Loops or whatever. And I think it had a baseline. It was like, doom. It was like of a jug or something like, yeah, yeah, it was bad. So, I mean, it, and it just went, it just went really hard. Like you said, but despite all that, oh no, no, that's the thing. And we've, we've had discussions before about percussion only songs. We, we did a bit of a deep dive. Nothing about like, I guess the 808s hit hard, but like. The, the the basic track did not hit hard. You know what I'm saying? Like the drum, this this isn't the grinding beat, you know what I'm saying? Which is yeah. just percussion. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, take away the actual lyrics of, in the the song itself. Yeah. And yeah, you're not working with much. But Uno, do, I mean, yeah, it's like the, the chorus, everything going together on this 
uh, Ambjay, who he's called. <laughs> I believe that's how you pronounce it. Is that how you pronounce it? Because you said this song's really popular. Yeah, yeah. This is this is blowing up in the streets. As they so say. how how blown up are we actually talking? Uh, I don't know. You you had the video queued up. What twenty two million views? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty uh, undeniable. You know what I'm saying like yeah, it's that's definitely charting on like Spotify and shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, this yeah, is like, I can't by, this is know about it, mm-hmm. but I'm really funny, like I'm in the honestly video, disappointed in you. You didn't know about this. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm pretty much out the game at this point. Right. So, like, See, that's a hard relationship we have. We're like, I should have sent this to you. I assume you already had it, but also I save it in the holster just in case I need a John on, yeah. on, yeah. you know, short notice. I feel like I have not needed this song. You have not needed it? I feel like I have not needed it. Yes. I mean, it is. So overall, I would say even more important than how problematic the song is or even more important than how catchy this song is, I think more important than that is how useless the song is for sure. And I don't mean in the grand context of like, what does art mean? I'm just talking about this is a pointless (laughs) fucking song. Well... (laughs) it's I mean, just, club bangers are often just that. I don't. Is it a club banger though? It's like a. This is. Is this 2019 Weird Al Yankovic? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this? I don't know. What's it's going not on, a parody. Man. Like I don't know. he was very genuine in how. I because I think he's very open and blatant about how little Mexican and Spanish culture he's aware of, and that's not the point of the song. But but yeah. it's also rooted in nothing but Spanish culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, so yeah weird. Yeah. That, like even the hook. Uno, dos, no trace, she had thought, though. Clever play on words between cuatro and thought, thought though. though. I like that. I'm not yeah. mad at that. Uh, whether that's problematic or not. No trace? The fuck does that mean? I don't know. What? Um, what no, I looked it up. He's like, yeah, no, we just don't do threes, man. <laughs> Quote, unquote, we just don't do threes. Well, probably, it probably just sounds cool in the song. That's yeah, all I'm thinking. I mean, does I it? Know. I feel like... I don't know. I would have to go back and like listen to it and re-record. But like uno, dos, trace. Like I feel like that would also work. It's a pretty needless syllable to say no trace. I feel like you're squeezing it in. I'm, but obviously, I'm not. I'm not the genius that is MJ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't have a hit. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any other hits? No, no. He's got nothing else. Because I, I feel like I've come across the name before at the very least. It's, it is like unique, I've, but nah. Yeah. I've never. Uh. Uh-uh. The All funny right. thing is, he's in this video. He's dressed. He looks like he's dressed like Lil Nas X. Kind of. You see, Lil Nas X is going full cowboy. Yeah. Where what what MJ is doing. like Mexican cowboy. Yeah. It's a ranchero. Yeah. Okay. So that's like northern Mexico, which is not the music that he was playing, but like. They're also cowboys, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They're just Spanish cowboys. So they, but they have a different flair. They're the ones that have the boots with the pointy toes that, yeah. that tip up and stuff. Yeah. Or that's, you know, a subset of that. So, yeah, he's going for that, like, Mexican rancher kind of vibe. That's what he <laughs> thinks of as Mexicans. Yeah, is, and, but then it's actually a, a Casio salsa beat. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, the, I have, the song I don't, I don't even is, know what to say. This, it's so bad, but it's so good at the same time. And I don't know, is it good because it's bad? Like, I don't, it's rooted in his very little knowledge of, like, Spanish one yeah. vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how he just formed, I don't know, I, I go back and forth on giving him credits for the raps because he obviously had to ask somebody that spoke Spanish, like, yo, how do you say pussy in Spanish? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. But then like, but they're so lame and dumb and corny that it, it makes it funny. 
because he's not trying. Yeah. Well, okay. So ha- uh, one reference point I'm picking up on here. Why do I keep saying reference point? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep saying that. But one thing I'm picking up on here is like, I, I wonder, you, you have to wonder, you have to look at something like Old Town Road and see is like, is rap crossover just go, is like going to be the new thing now? Oh, shit. Is, is there going to be like rap Broadway? <laughs> Kevin Rudolph's like, coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like rap Broadway, like rap. Are you like, saying Hamilton started all this? Yeah, basically. Fuck. So I, I just feel like to me, this seems like it is trying to do to like Mexican music. I don't what, uh, what Lil Nas You X think he was directly influenced? I think he came. I think somebody, I don't think Lil Nas X was influenced by country music. No, I think I think he was just like. No, I'm saying. Do you think MJ was influenced? Red, Red Dead Revolver or whatever, <laughs> or Red Dead Redemption. No, because the sample it's a, that's a nine inch nail sample, right? That was just baked in. Yeah. So he just found that sample that that's had the right. plucking, he, and he, he was like, found, "Oh, let's well, turn no, this into a country song." He just found the song. Yeah. Like he just used the beat. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He just yeah, whatever yeah. was pre made, and it it the plucking and it reminded him yeah, yeah of country music, and so he just made like a. So I think this, song I don't it. think that MJ is directly influenced by Lil Nas X of saying like, "Oh, well, if he's doing country, I'm gonna do Mexican music." Really? I don't think so. I think he just this beat also came up, or maybe. He was just in Spanish one because the kid looks like he's in high school and was like, fuck it. I got some raps that are using Spanish words. I could do a whole two verses of this and then have a dumbass hook like, yo, I got this. Or maybe yeah. the beat came on. Casio yeah. came on and they started making a beat and he's like, oh, shit, I could do something yeah. to that. I think it just totally spurred the moment. You don't think like subconsciously he was like, look at what happened with that dude. I don't think so. No? But here's, here's why. And this is maybe the point that I want to emphasize the most. Here's why I don't think that this was that thought out. Because the vocals, I've studied this song a lot. And by studied, I mean I listened right. to it repeatedly while I was driving home late hours, late in late hours of the night, right? His delivery is really, really bad. Now I'm not talking about the problematic words or his terrible use of Spanish. I'm talking about like his enunciation and him actually saying the words is terrible. Uh, my fa- highlights highlights okay he said um i beat the pussy up like a pinata 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 trying to say pinata okay no, i don't think he was no 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 100% try he in the video he holds up a pinata and tosses oh, it to I, the I side oh i understand yeah i so, understand what he was trying so, to say he might just think it's pronounced that way right so uh, you can give somebody a, a pass for that because like non native spanish speaker like okay you know yes. he just like bad at spanish that's hard to get so my point is one redo that fucking take well hang on hang on hang on so i think that like part of like the fun of rap music is it's just like you don't do your homework you don't you don't <laughs> you you just you're quavo you're like a multimillionaire, and you just say ratatouille because <laughs> or, why not uh, who was it yachty said uh i'm blowing it like uh what do you he missed i'm blowing it like a cello <laughs> <laughs> I, but see the thing so is, you say that's rap as fuck. I, right? I love that. Yeah, I love that it's stuff because it's just fuck. like, it's like, I don't, I don't subscribe to your pronunciations, like okay. dog. Like so, I, I, we, we got our own thing over here. So I actually like the the pinata line. It makes me giggle every single time just because yeah. of oh, yeah. how bad it is. And like I said, you could give him a pass because he's not a native Spanish speaker. But like, okay, that's literally the one of the least difficult words to say because white people say it all the time. So like. I wish he would have said that right. But, yeah, it's funny when he mispronounces it. The one that pisses me off is when he says, I dunk in her pussy. Yeah, I'm on my shack shit. 
he can't he doesn't enunciate he trips over the word dunk he actually stutters and he's like Durp, in a pussy yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like him mumbling through the whole song it's like yo dog that was just a bad take just like do that line over so you it, think this is like not you think this is not just like his style of delivery i don't know i've never heard another song from him yeah. so we'll have to hear it again but if anything, it, this 100% could be his style of delivery. Right. But my overall point is, one, it's a degradation of the quality of music because now it's just motherfuckers just jumping into a closet where there's a mic set up and they're like, yeah, I'm just going to read these lyrics off of my phone. And like, that's just what it's going to be. Or like, literally, they're just like freestyling it. The baby, I was informed, just freestyles all of it. He just does it line by line. And that's how he creates a song. Yeah. One line at a time. F- freestyled in air quotations yeah and like that that's how he comes up with a song like it's cool that he's got punchlines coming out of that technique but also like yo just fucking write a verse just like pen to pad actually put some thought into it you might actually be able if you're that good going line by line you might be actually able to say something if you actually put pen to pad well i think part of what if you listen to the whole song amj is literally just reading this off of a page and i have a huge problem with that not because I'm like old school and I think you need to do it the right way. I'm pissed. <laughs> I don't know, dog. No, no, I'm, I know I sound old saying this. I'm pissed that this song could go so hard if he actually, it does. If it he does. actually took the time to like memorize his lyrics and then deliver them with any kind of swag. He could have had better ad libs. He could have sounded so much better and so much with so much more energy and inflection. I think, just, it, I think it's like his delivery is just like perfect, though. Because it's like, it's that kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like the whole thing about effort. Well, what does that really mean? Like what, what's, what's really so important about, about sounding like you're trying really hard or whatever. It's like that he's got like this kind of like effortless, careless, like lackadaisical. No, I, like get, I get what you're saying, but yeah. like, he's not young thug. You know what I'm saying? We're like the young thug turns it into like a swag personality thing. That's not what he's doing here. He's, that's, and that was my point into why I think I don't think this was that well thought out. I don't think they had any plans for this fucking song. They were gonna throw, yeah. they were gonna throw this up on on SoundCloud and not do anything with yeah. it, and it just happened to blow up because it's catchy enough. But if he thought this was gonna hit, they definitely would have redone the takes. But if you list, if you put like some decent quality headphones or some speakers, <laughs> if you listen to this on some decent quality shit, you can hear his vocals are flat as fuck. Okay. It's just like no inflection. He's like literally reading it off of a page or a phone. He's like, it's like, like he just didn't try at all. And it's like, yo, I get it. That's very punk of you to not try at all. And I get that you didn't think that this was going to blow up. And it's actually way more fun and hilarious that like you just shitted this out and it totally blew up. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. But I'm saying if he would have tried a little bit, even just memorizing his vocals and then throwing like you get that swag and that extra inflection and doing else, whatever else you're doing it. If you would have tried it all, I think the song would have been fucking 10 times better, 10 times better. I don't think it needed to be. <laughs> I think I think twenty two I think twenty two million uh, streams it says it all pretty much says it all. So all I don't right, know, man. How, uh, how am I sounding really old on this high horse? I I don't know. I mean, first of all, I have not spent that kind of time with this song. I, I've, had, I've, I've spent had two a li- lot of time. With I've this had song. two listens, and I will say that I did not really pick up on what you're talking about, but I I did. I did pick up on like a really just 
yeah, just like kind of like nonchalant, not caring yeah. like how, how you sound, and just and just like yeah, kind of a nonchalant type of delivery. Because he's not trying to be offbeat. He's not. Right. It's not blue face or anything like that, or like you know, the, right, like right, like, right, like right. the Bay Area stuff. Yeah. He's just reading it on beat off of a page or off of a, off phone notes. I mean, like, well, that's, that's it. That's an assumption, but yeah, maybe. Like it, it, it just comes. There's no way that he was like, nah. Let's do that takeover. I need to sound more bored. I need I, to sound like I know this verse less. And the fact that he says Dirk in her pussy means that like, oh, you don't, you didn't know the next word dirk. coming up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, you don't, no, yeah, Shaq it. doesn't Dirk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shaq doesn't Dirk. Shaq dunks a fucking basketball. <laughs> and that's my point. And the, the and it, so I, t- I talked to this with like, with, with, with cool kids in the, in the genre. You know what I'm saying? I talked to the cool kids and I'm like, yo, did he say that on purpose because it sounds cooler? And they're like, yeah, it might have been. I'm like, it's not like it's not like saying dunk was going to take more time in the rap to like throw it off beat. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to shorten the word to make it fit. No, he just mispronounced it and stuttered over the word. It's like, nah, fuck it. Keep yeah, that take. Exactly. Keep that, that, that take. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like in this day and age, the studio, I'm not sure this was recorded in a studio, maybe not, but like kids these days, they don't have respect <laughs> for like time. They're just like, they're just like, let's do this. Let's take five minutes to do this. And then it's done. Yeah. And like yeah. a lot of rappers these days, their one takes is like oh, the way yeah. to go. These oh days. yeah. You're lucky if you get a full fucking take. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how it goes. I mean, all of these people making like, albums every couple months like yeah you know, i mean i remember um not really lately but young thug was putting out an album oh yeah like like six albums a year like or something like every that. It was absurd yeah every other month was a slime scene yeah like come on and these are like these are like big out al- these like, are like mixtapes or yeah. whatever but they're like big 20, 20 tracks track albums. yeah each yeah. like come on the baby's and, doing that right now yeah so i mean the thing is you don't do that if you're taking like multiple takes and hell spending nah. a ton of time just churning stuff you're out just, you're just cranking it out so and art- sometimes you have songs that stick yeah and that are just that come off as more like thoughtful and then sometimes you just have the rest of like the filler see but, I'm, I'm with that yeah i because I, I am definitely about i'm okay with quantity um at, at a cost of quality i would much rather have had like five or ten shitty d'angelo albums than yeah. two in 30 yeah, years, you know what I'm saying, exactly, in 20 years. Exactly. I, I wish that I could just piece together all of my favorite D'Angelo album, uh, exactly. songs into, yeah. into one greatest hits yeah. and be like, well, at least I got this, yeah. as opposed to him taking 20 fucking years in between songs. Yeah, I think, that, sure. I think the album format is, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are albums out there that are very much albums, like they're like yeah. track list, the theme, the, the sequence and everything, everything is just so on point, it's like perfect. And that's great, but I, th- I still think the album format is a little overrated. I yeah. still think that people yeah, generally would have a better experience if they just had a bunch of tracks in front yeah. of them. They make their own like, Every favorites. Every song should be thumbs up, thumbs down. And then that's their album that's that they it. get to listen to. Yeah, it, it, and it just kind of constantly evolves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm tired of this song. That's out of the playlist now. So yeah. another one. In. I'm fine with that. I, I'm even cool with like, okay, 
if he hadn't released and re- if he hadn't recorded and released this lazy ass version of this song, then we wouldn't be sitting here talking about that. And I yeah. appreciate that he put out this lazy ass version. Yeah. I guess what I wanted, what I want in a perfect he world. He should have put out a studio version after this. Once it blows up, like, all right, let's get back in there and let me yeah. pronounce the word dunk correctly. <laughs> because nobody dirks in a pussy. Please. God, now I really want to hear it again to, Wait, to see if he's to see if he's. I'm telling you, it pisses me off every single time. <laughs> I will forgive Pinana because it's kind of funny, but <laughs> Shaq does not dirk in pussies. Please, can we just clean that up, MJ? It pisses me off every single time. Put MJ, a studio version out, MJ. I support all, you. Do all the dirk, <laughs> do all the dirking you want. I got you, and skirt. All right. We've been going way too long. I got off my high horse. I sounded old as fuck talking about that. Will, there's no chance in hell that you follow up that John with something more exciting. Correct. But I'm willing to hear you try. All right, let's do it. If you don't let a bird spread its wings, it will never sing as sweetly as it could, as it should. That's how I feel when you and I don't wanna be the one who took you away from your dreams and your fun. And I don't, and I won't wanna feel responsible. So I need to let you go. And if you truly love me, baby, you come back to me on your own. Dog, uh, 
total change of pace. Yes. That was good. You liked it? That was real good. I'm glad you liked it. I dug it. that. Um, w- let me take one quick stab at who I think the vocalist was. You're not going to get it. Um, okay. Probably not going to get it. I'm just the really the Feel point free to try. of me guessing was saying it sounded like uh, Kalila on some St. Heron vibes. Okay. How wrong was I? Wrong. Okay. Wrong. Who was it? Uh, that was Sema, S-E-M-M-A, singer out of the UK. Ooh. Yeah. Can I, I always like it, and I'm fascinated by UK singers specifically mm-hmm. singing in not UK accents. Yeah. Fascinated by that. Yeah. I feel like mo- like most of them sing i don't want to say in american accents but they sing yeah american accents. yeah it's yeah. weird why why is that that's so weird to me yeah it's pretty weird well i think that like for me sema like particularly this song i mean the mariah carey influence is like pretty Ooh. undeniable and she, she even gave us the whistle notes yeah at some point yeah yeah okay so um like we talked about <clears throat> my point was so she can sing she's yeah. actually a good vocalist and you can tell because of the range, but also just like the girthiness of the voice. You know what I'm saying? She just had a lot of like meat behind what she was singing. Singing from the stomach, yeah. The complete opposite of anything the fuck Ariana Grande does. <laughs> Ariana Grande has one tone, and that is whisper. Her whole shit is just like, everything is like, Oh, it's just like very wispy. It, there's so, only one way to describe Ariana Grande, and it's wispy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think you may be a little misinformed, personally. About? About her range. Because I'm I'm not, I mean, I'm going to give you a real basic tip right now. That is like, get on YouTube, watch her do the impressions on like, what's his name? Oh yeah, yeah. One of the late night shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she dog. She's got range. I'm just saying, like, she might be able to her. What she is on record is not necessarily what she's fully capable of. Why doesn't she show it off then? I get it's a pop album. I mean, she does kind of show it off. Everything. I mean, maybe. Granted, I'm basing this off of like the first three albums. Very. She like her her delivery on record is is often very breathy. Very like high pitched, as you mentioned. You've seen the meme where like you can't understand the words that she says. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like I, I you could. So. She's whispering and mumbling every single word. Yeah, so it's so bad that you have no context for the words that she's saying because they're like. Yeah, I, she just I think strums that, things together. I think that her her vocal, like I think her delivery style is is that. But I think that. She's Kate. So she did a cover of, I think it was on like SNL or something. I don't know why I know this. I know this somehow, but she did a cover of like Whitney Houston. I will always love you, which is actually a cover of somebody else, yeah. Dolly Parker or somebody. But she did a cover of that in Whitney Houston style and killed it. Like murdered I got, it. All right. I got to go back I, and watch I, it. I, I'm just saying. This podcast is not about Ariana Grande. I'm just saying. We're going to go back to Sema because I yeah. do think Sema can sing. Okay. Unlike other artists. All right. So, and I really appreciated her. Her, I thought it was um, a very unique delivery. Like she was singing and yeah. like trying and like putting a lot of like, like from the belly. Yeah. But also it was, um, it was very choppy. 
but I think it was very, she did that on purpose. It was like she was going because it was a really hard, thick, like bass hit that hit. Doom, yeah. doom, doom. And every time that bass hit, she was like emphasizing that note whenever that like on beat. Yeah. And I thought that was like on purpose, like poignantly done. Well, yeah. So what did you think about the production? Do you have anything to say? About and it was that? good. It was airy. Um, it was like light and loose. It, I don't want to say, I, I don't mean dated, but I mean, it sounded like... Um, very early UK, um, like subtract something like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, are you familiar with uh, UK producer Kingdom? Does that sound uh, ring any bells? Not did a really. song with SZA. Did like okay, like maybe works with some like notable people. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's kind of like a dude on the UK like underground producer circuit. Um, kind of has a like a, that post bass like that whole vibe um oh no yeah you know what night, night slugs label you know what what kingdom actually produced like three or four tracks on the saint heron oh collaboration okay. album okay. all right that's the, and that i recognize that sound that's why i guess kalila because yeah. she was all over that yeah, yeah that sound was all over that joint okay so, yeah. okay mm-hmm So anyway, like on her EP that came out this year, Sema, it was it was a toss up between this and a song called Bittersweet, which is if you could possibly imagine it, it was like kind of like a Baltimore club version of what Ooh, we just heard. What? Yeah. And it it is seriously between these two songs, I like I basically had to flip a coin because I just didn't know, but I know you would like the other one. Can, we can I mean it, it can, you're the editor. Can here. we it's, we can do it. Let's. We can do it. Okay, let's let's play the other song. All right, let's do it. I used to think that I would spend the rest of my life, my life with you. You on my side, and never rings, baby, tears to my eyes. And I'm wishing on the star for you to heal me when you are. We can lose with the Outside, we can lose, baby, not tonight at all. 
Yes. Doc. Yeah, that was good. That was way good. Uh, I like that actually a lot more than the first track you played. What, what <sighs> okay. was it? What was the title of the first track you played? Uh, that one was Ribbons and Bows. The first one was. And then what we just listened to was Bittersweet. Ooh, yeah. Both produced by Kingdom. Both have that kind of like signature Kingdom sound of that kind of like post-bass, like UK specific sound. Um, I thought that bittersweet had kind of like as you pointed out a miami bass kind of feel also a uh be more feel at times yeah and then ribbons and bows obviously just more like ballad no i I got what you were saying when you said be more house it was just slower than be more house like it was miami bass kind of tempo-ish maybe like 130 i don't know there it's we're nitpicking here but like but you were right the hook definitely had like heavy heavy be more influence yeah which you said kingdom's also uk Yes. Okay. Yes. Which would make sense. No, I dug that a lot. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's dated as a bad thing. It just sounds straight. It's, I out think of, it's supposed to sound like throwback in a way that is, yeah. that we're not really used to. Yeah, it yeah. sounds straight up like 2015. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, really? Yeah. Like when I first. Ah, no. Eh. It just sounds like very, I don't want to say dated and old. Maybe I should say traditional. I feel like it's, I feel like it has a lot of, like both songs and really her whole, the EP is five songs. Uh-huh. So I feel like this whole EP and the ones, the two songs we listen to are heavily like 90s centric for one. Yeah. They're dealing with a lot of 90s motifs and that's kind of what like Be More is kind of a throwback to in a way. Uh, but so maybe, all, maybe not dated, but like place. timeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could slap that song right at the peak of those genres, Be More House and Miami Bass, yeah. and it would sound right at home. It yeah. doesn't sound new age. It sounds very traditional and very true to form of mm. those. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, I think you could play that song in peak like 93 or 94, and people wouldn't bat an eye and thinking that it's just like futuristic, a futuristic sound. You know what I'm saying? It would sound at home. Yeah. No? Uh, I mean... I- I don't know of any songs that sound exactly like that from the 90s. No, yeah, maybe not 94. But you could definitely drop it into 2012 when Be More was like first cracking yeah. or like 2015. Yeah. Like you could definitely drop it in the middle of that and people would yeah. be like, oh my God, this is a song. But, I, but I also like, I mean, a production and everything aside, like what, what Kingdom had going on was cool. But like, I think that Sema was really the star of the show yeah. on both tracks. Like, because obviously, as you mentioned, she can sing. Yeah. She's a, definitely a singer. And then to hear a really like kind of traditionally trained singer do something like this to me is like really like exciting because it's like you're actually putting that tradition to like really good use, I think, Um, rather than making it just like, you know, I mean, most traditionally trained music is, you know, pretty boring i think or like or, oh you or mean has like the her, her, has the ba- has the boring or excuse me has the baggage of kind of like being boring or being associated with like boring stuff classical music or like you know anything that's like that involves like rigorous training yeah um is sometimes a little bit off-putting because it's just so Oftentimes, there's just way too many rules to follow. Yeah, and but then see, there's there's the flip side of that where if you have no training, then you just like over exaggerate all this annoying shit. Like you do too many vocal runs, or you do too many like 
you're, you're trying too hard because you think that's what people who can sing do or like a traditionally trained, trained singer was like, nah, you just need to stick to these like ABC basics and you come off really, really well. Yeah. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Where like she was, I think she was doing runs. She was doing a whole bunch of like showy R&B, yeah. like vocal stuff. But like it was It also still, just makes sense on like these, these particular like instrumental. Yeah. Like a club like track. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She sounded great on it, but I think like she did those knowing like that's going to sound good right here. Don't yeah. show off over there. Like no one wanted to punch them and one to not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I, I thought that was really good. That was super dope. When did that track come out? It was this year. Ooh, yeah, nice. It's, it's, it, this this release is like a few months old for sure. There's a whole album. It's a, it's five songs. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah EP. Rib, Ribbons and Bows EP. Ooh, uh, and it's on a label called Fade to Mind, which is a label that I follow pretty closely. Okay, a lot of you like UK stuff going on with that label, I believe. Yeah, if you're I'm not mistaken. Heavy on the international wave, always. I mean, you know, it's, it's whatever, man. All right, Newsters, this is episode twenty-five. The platinum anniversary gold edition of the 25th anniversary of the first nudester uh music to send nudes by podcast episode that we are going to re-release with t-shirts and commemorative memorabilia you know what i'm saying sign up for that newsletter shout out to our sponsor white claw hard seltzer <laughs> yeah, shout out. thanks for the lifetime supply <laughs> you know what i'm saying big up to them get uh Get White Girl Smizzy on uh, on White Claw. Maybe we might need to look at local brands. Shop shopping local for our uh, our White Girl wasted fuel. But all right, newsers, we'll catch y'all next week. See you then. Peace. <laughs>